She has a wonderful career. She's at BNA, Bloomberg BNA, out of the University of Minnesota Duluth. Uh, Nancy Ognanovich probably knows more about the corridors of Capitol Hill than any non-elected person on planet. She knows the Senate differentials, the House differentials, and away from the everyday back and forth, she actually knows the pulse of the place. We are honored that she's with us now, again, with Bloomberg BNA, Nancy Ignanovich. Nancy, you've been doing this for 20X number of years. What's the flavor as we wander into the summer of 2016? How numbed is Capitol Hill? Well, first of all, you're very kind. I appreciate what you just said, and you rounded down to 20. What's the, <laughs> what's the pulse of the We do that capital? on surveillance, Mike. Are we good at that? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're very good at the that. The little bit of math we're going to do today. Yeah. Okay, I like that math. Well, as uh, the House of Representatives staggered out of town yesterday, or at the end of the week here, it's just not looking so good. They wanted to get back to regular order, both the House and the Senate Republican leaders, and do all of these spending bills to run the government. They wanted to do them this summer to remove any threat of a government shutdown this fall when the election nears. But so far, they've only been able to do one of their spending bills, and that didn't really go so well. And yesterday, they lost one of the most popular bipartisan bills. And so right now, it's not looking so good. (laughs) And they have to rejigger and reevaluate. And when they come back, they only have 12 legislative, I'm sorry, 20 legislative days before they leave July 15th for a seven-week recess. So they don't have a lot of time to figure it out. The best laid plans of mice men and speakers of the House. Uh, Paul Ryan wanted to pass all 12 appropriations bills. Uh, Clearly, we're headed for another continuing resolution, it appears. Oh, at at a minimum, yes. And the question is when that gets passed and what it does and how long it goes for, whether it goes until the lame duck or next year. Well, is there anyone talking about a government shutdown? Obviously, if you don't pass a bill, it's possible. But does anybody want that ahead of the election? Well, the leadership does not want that. I mean, Mitch McConnell has been clear for over a year that he wanted to avoid that at all costs because his whole goal has been to show that the Republican um, Party can govern. Um, That would help them win the White House back. Plus, it it helps them with their own elections. And Paul Ryan is supportive of getting these bills done, but it's a lot tougher than you would think because there are people in the uh, Republican caucus perhaps that are not adverse to shutdown. For example, Ted Cruz was um, credited with the 2013 government shutdown, and there are people in the House Freedom Caucus who might not be adverse to that. So they, uh, they aren't united completely. Nancy, the Rust Belt states are front and center. I believe there are Rust Belt Congress people and Senate people. The Rust Belt starts with a rust dug up in the iron ore range of where you grew up, like Chisholm, Minnesota, which has basically been depeopled for 50 years. You've got original perspective on the Rust Belt. What would be your perspective for Secretary Clinton and Mr. Trump as they try to take those states? Well, you have to talk about the jobs that have been lost. And, and for example, on the Iron Range, and a lot of the uh, plants there, um, taconite plants, have been shut down. 
you're talking to people who could get good jobs and work at those jobs their whole lives in, in basically the mining and manufacturing sector, and those jobs increasingly have been lost. And you have to talk to those, to those people and talk about what they've lost and how tough it is to get jobs like that that provide not only a living wage, a very good wage, but also yeah. benefits. Are, are the people on your Capitol Hill of either party, are they linked with their candidate? Or are their candidates so East Coast, they're not going to be able to speak to the Rust Belt? Well, I... I can't really speak to Donald Trump. I don't think he's hit the Iron Range yet. <laughs> and actually, actually, I don't know how many people of either party have made their way up there. But it's these are the same issues that are affecting, you know, the voters in Ohio and Indiana and Illinois and so on. And the, and the yeah. message is the same. You have to recognize all of the manufacturing yeah. jobs that went overseas. Well, university. I know you're not, as a Bloomberg uh, employee, supposed to give your opinion, but as somebody from the Iron Range and the University of Minnesota Duluth, you must have an opinion. Penguins or sharks? What's that again? The penguins or the sharks in the oh, uh, Stanley Cup finals? Sharks. <laughs> well, were you talking about the Stanley Cup? Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Frequently. This is your Stanley Cup station here. Well, well Minnesota is still bitter about the North Stars leaving for Dallas. I mean, talk about a betrayal right there. That was a massive betrayal. Nancy Gandanovich, thank you so much. With Bloomberg uh, BNA. Mike, I need to point out from her heritage that when Archibald Moonlight Graham, oh, who yeah. had a passing look, looked a little bit like Burt Lancaster. A little bit. Was from Chisholm. Minnesota. Oh, there you go. Ray Kinsella, Ray Kinsella dropped him off there. It was in a dream. A few <laughs> it was in years a dream. Ago. Absolutely in a dream. That All was right. wonderful. Nancy Ognanovich with Bloomberg BNA on the spirit of Capitol Hill. That was interesting what she said about getting out of Dodge.